Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, sports porchers. Let's go. Hockey is Back in the burr, and here I am, back to do it again. It's your Hockey Jesus, and we're getting started. The way we know how to do on the porch, you can catch us live all season long. Tonight, it's going to be nothing but hockey, nothing but pucks in the net. I'm coming to you live, and we're going to be talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins in their 2023-24 season coming up. So for the next 40 minutes, stay tuned while I bring you everything about pucks and the pens here on the Sports Ports. You know where you can get us right here. Hey, Sports Porchers, it's great to be back. I'm just so thrilled that we are less than one week away from the hockey season, and your Pittsburgh Penguins are back in the saddle again here in the Berg. I'm very excited for this year. Guys, as you know, there's been a lot of stuff that went on this past season, in this postseason. We finally got rid of Hextall, gone. In comes Kyle Dubas, and that guy just cleaned house. He just said... We're keeping the superstars, and we're going to add one. A Sir Eric Carlson is now in the Berg, wearing 65 and flying and looking fine. And on top of that, they've got a whole new bottom six. So tonight what I'm going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the 2022-23 season. Things that went wrong first time in 16 years where the Penguins actually did not make the playoffs. And we're going to talk about what that means for the 23-24 season. And um, so let's just jump right into it. Let's go for it. I mean, look, last year, Carolina was tops of the Metro. They had 52 wins. New Jersey with 52 wins. The Rangers way above the Pens with 47 wins. And it came down to the Islanders and the Pens battling for that last spot in the Metro. And... The Pens just couldn't do it, you know. Listen to some things that Sid was saying, and you could hear the disappointment in his voice. He said, every year we're always in this thing to the end, and somehow at the end we're able to turn it on, and we weren't able to turn it on this year. You could sense he was just like, there's there's nothing like playoff hockey, and Sid not being in playoff hockey was one, bad for the NHL, and two, bad for the NHL this year, because I think you're going to see some serious redemption Sid plays hockey for the playoffs. Let's face it. I mean, he's, he's, he wants to win another cup. Everybody wants to win a cup. But Sid is such a high competitor, and I could just hear the disappointment in his voice 
uh, in the interviews that he was doing about it. So, look, it's going to be the Pens. They're going to have to battle it out again this year. And um, it's just, yeah, it's great to be back, Chris. Good to see you online, my friend. And um, in the Atlantic, you know, Boston really took a hit this year. They had a historic season last year, 65 wins. Uh, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Florida. Florida snuck in, you know, snuck in that last spot, and look where they ended up, almost winning the Stanley Cup. So, look, it does it does lean to the adage, and I think this is true more than hockey than any other sport, and this is why I love the sport. This is why your hockey Jesus just preaches about hockey. All you got to do is make the playoffs. Once you make the playoffs, anything can happen. Florida proved it last year. They got the hot goalie, um, and I don't think the Pens are going to get the hot goalie this year, but let's just talk about the changes to this team. Changes. So out goes Bluger, Archibald, McGinn, Heinen, Paling, Kapanen. Some of these guys left, you know, before the end of last season. Um, who came in? Guys like Eller, Pitlick. Well, not Janssen. He's he's actually probably not going to play much. But Achari, Nieto, Hinestroza. These are guys you probably never heard of. There's also a couple guys they just got. Uh, Colin White. And uh, Jansen Harkins just picked him up from uh, Winnipeg. He actually looks really good. So what's going to happen? You know, we all know Jake's been injured. I uh, had to have some off-season surgery. The good thing about that is he is already skating and skating with the team. There is even a hint that he might be playing in the, uh, in the opener on Tuesday. I'll be surprised if that happens. I don't mind him sitting, um, but that does fill a spot in the top six. Look, the top six is pretty much set. It's going to be Crosby and probably Rust, maybe Raquel on the on the top line. Gensel's going to be on his left wing for sure when he's healthy. Until then, you know, I was I was actually thinking that maybe uh, that uh, Nylander Nylander uh, would be the guy on the left wing. He doesn't look good in in this in these preseason games. I know it's preseason. What can you really glean from that? But he just doesn't look like he has the energy to skate with uh, Sid and Rust or Raquel. I actually think that this Hinnestroza guy uh, looks pretty good. I think Vinny could be the guy on that wing, just as a pinch until Jake's back. Look, if Jake's back day one, if he's back on Tuesday, he'll be in there. Um, this other guy they got too, Jansen Harkins, he plays with some some um, some physical nature. He could open up some things for uh, Sid on that first line, so... I'm not going to beat that horse too much because it doesn't really matter. Jake's the guy up there. Look, Gino on the second line, clearly he's going to skate with Rust or Raquel. They really want Riley Smith, the the new the new uh addition. He's going to play probably he's going to play on that left wing. Riley Smith is really an interesting character. Shoots right, plays the left. I like that a lot. I think that's going to be very interesting. Um, third line. So here's the thing about the pens this year. You need to think about the penguins in terms of the top, the top six and the bottom six, the top six are those guys that I just were talking about. The bottom six really don't belong playing with the top six. I would say maybe with the exception of Drew O'Connor, potentially sometimes in a pinch or maybe during injuries, I like to see him be the breakout guy this year. He's probably going to skate on the third line with Eller and, 
Yes, we still have Carter. Carter's still around. He's still going to play. The good thing is, is he's not going to play center, so he's not going to get. He's not going to have as many minutes as he had last year. And that fourth line is going to be Noel Achari. Picked him up in the in the in the in the in this in the preseason. He's going to skate with Matt Nieto, and that other the the last the last positions up. You know, Redeem Zahorna. He's played with us last year. He's looking pretty good to make it. I think he's got a real chance at it. You know, if he doesn't, you know, they could put Hinnestrosa down there, clearly. Hinnestrosa uh, is more of a left winger. I think Nieto can play either side. Um, it's really it's really hard to say. You know, that Jansen Harkins, he could play down there. Plays with physical, um, uh, you know, a physical nature. Good for that fourth line. I think you'll see the third and fourth lines play similar minutes. It won't be like the fourth line will get six or seven minutes a game. But you definitely will probably see, you know, Lars Eller is an old guy. Noel Achari, he's 31. Most of their guys are 30, 31, 33. Uh, Malkin's the old man of the group. He's 37. Crosby's right behind him at 36. Even Raquel, who they got, who's young, still has turned 30 this year. Um, so they don't have a lot of youth on this team. And therein lies the problem. And we'll get to we'll get to we'll get to the challenges, but I think you know there are four things that the that the Penguins are going to have to have, and one of them is definitely going to have to be health from those top six, because they don't really have anybody to fill in for those top six positions. Uh, if the top six uh, gets decimated, they could be in for a world of hurt. Um, that because they really don't have anybody to replace that talent. They plan on still rolling four lines. You know, it's not like they're going to run the first and second line and then the third line and then the first and second line and then the fourth line. They're going to roll all four lines. I just think you'll see shorter shifts from the third and the fourth. But I think you'll see the fourth out there as much as you'll see the third. They almost have to do that because Lars Eller is um, he's going to be killing a lot of penalties. So he's going to, he's not going to be out there on the power play, but he's definitely going to be killing penalties. So is Rust. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to see with uh, Brian Rust minutes because he's a he's a penalty killer too. Um, probably Nieto will be out there in, in the penalty kill, um, and and you know uh, definitely Drew O'Connor will be out there too. So. I think that, you know, they're going to have to watch their minutes from all these guys being 30 years old plus. Uh, And look, you know the way Sullivan wants to play. It's a speed game, so it's not like they're going to have time to breathe and and just coast around out there. They always are chasing the pucks, whether it's in their zone or, uh, you know, back-checking to get back and, and helping out in the defensive end. So health is going to be a big is going to be a big issue with that. Um, let's, let's look at, let's look at what they need to do this year. To me, I think the Penguins, I think of this, I th- I'm, I'm looking at this upcoming season. Like I do with all the games, I'll be here on the porches, live.com, the porches, live.com, the porches, live.com. I will be here after every game for you guys. You know, I'll be giving you the details about what's going on, giving you insight into what I think are probably the issues that are going to be happening. I like to break the season down into quarters, essentially. First 20 games, second 20 games. You know, you can throw in an extra game in there to make it even. So first 41 games, and then the third 20 games, and then the last 20 games. 
I actually think the Penguins are going to mightily struggle in the first 20 games, and here's why. Look at their defensive pairs. Their defensive, their, their defensive team has just, it's, it's gone nuts. I mean, they, there's nobody here that you're going to recognize when I say these names. Ryan Graves. Well, you remember Chris Letang. He's our bud. He's been around for a while. So is Marcus Pedersen. He's been around. But, you know, we got the aforementioned, the swinging Swede Carlson. He is going to be incredible to watch, but he's not going to play too much defense, and that might drive you crazy throughout the season. I say enjoy the show. He's not your stay-at-home defenseman. He's more like a defenseman that's actually a winger. You'll not see him stop at the blue line ever. If he's going into the zone, he's going right to the net. You watch. He's going to be something. And then the third pair really is going to be, could be anybody really. Looks like it's probably going to be, our buddy POJ and Chad Ruedel to start. I mean, they've got some guys. They tried to wave Ty Smith, but he came back. Mark Friedman's still around. They did get uh, this young kid, Will Butcher. Actually, not that young anymore. They actually tried to get him right out of Boston College, and they they lost him to uh, the New Jersey Devils. But New Jersey Devils are just a wash in some defensive talent, thanks to us, partially because we traded them Marino. But uh, so you might see some of these guys come in as a spot play every now and then, and um, that kind of round, rounds out our defensemen. But here's the, here's why I say they're going to struggle in the first twenty games. They're going to struggle in the first twenty games mostly because it's going to be trying to figure out how to play with each other. Look, Malkin always wants to carry the puck up. There's no way Carlson's going to pass him the puck and let him skate it up. Carlson's going to take that that biscuit and go right up the ice. So you're going to see that. Um, you're going to have to watch. So when you're watching the games at home, and I suggest you watch every game at home, and if you don't, just stop by theporcheslive.com. I'll, I'll hook you up. You know, you got some things to do. I understand. That's why I'm here. That's why the Hockey Jesus is here for you. I'm here to help you out in those times of need when you absolutely can't watch a game. Um, so if you do miss a game, please tune in. And you'll you you'll you'll get a good you'll get a good idea of what's still going on with the Penguins. But when I'm watching the game, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be watching Carlson, how he interacts with Latang. I think him and Sid are going to have some great chemistry. I think uh, I think that's going to be a really important part once those guys get clicking together. But I it's not going to happen right away. So. Don't expect that the Penguins are going to come out when their first 10 games in a row. That's not going to happen, people. They're going to struggle. Um, even though they're veterans and they'll figure it out, they're stuck in their ways. They know how they like to play their game. They may have to adjust to each other, and that's going to take a little bit of time. I actually think in the first 20 games, the Penguins probably only going to get 16 to 18 points, and that's not good. You want to get at least half the amount of points um, in order to do it, because if you think about it, I actually think the the magic number for the Penguins making the playoffs is 98 points. And that would, to me, mean probably about 45 or 46 wins and, you know, eight loser points. Hey, the hockey Jesus has not talked about loser points. It's about wins and losses. To me, if they get the loser point, that's great. But if they lost in overtime, then something's wrong. Or if they lost in a shootout, that's ridiculous. They need to be winning games. They don't need to be getting loser points. That loser point just makes it harder later in the season to jump over other teams. You want to win games. 
and that's the important thing. So I think it's 98. So if they're only getting 16 or 18 in the first 20, I actually think by the midway point, they're still only going to be in that 40 to 44 point range. I think the first half of the season, fans are going to be a little disappointed. But I think by the time midseason hits, I think you're going to see them really hit their stride. I think in the third, I think in the in in the in the in the third quarter, if you will, from game sixty to sixty. I'm sorry, from games forty to sixty. I think you're going to see them. They're they're going to just be sore, and I think they're going to go through a big win streak during this time period. I think they're going to get near to nearly seventy points. Um, by the time the stretch comes down, and I think they're going to remain hot. I think they're going to. I think they're going to pull it out at the end, and I think they're going to figure out how to play. And they think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. That being said, they, it's going to be very difficult for this Penguins team to keep it up all year. And that's going to lead me to my to my second point. You know, the first point I made was about health from the top six. The second point is about Sully. How are these guys going to skate all year, 30-year-olds with 20-year-old kids? I mean, look at... Look at that New Jersey team. Look at that Buffalo team. Even the Ottawa team. They're young. They're fast. And they're talented. Carolina maybe is not as fast, but I'll tell you, they can still score a lot of points, and they're going to be very good. The Rangers actually, believe it or not, got older. Um, but, you know, when you got Shesterkin, I mean, forget about it. I mean, that guy is a monster. He is just a great goalie. And once again, Tampa Bay, they're not they're not exactly young either. But, hey, you got Vasilevsky in goal, then you've got a chance every year, year after year. And Florida, look at them. I think they're going to have uh, a resurgence of what they did in the playoffs last year. I think that's going to boost them, at least initially, I think. So I think the Penguins, are how they're actually going to skate with these young kids is going to be telling. I think you're going to see a lot of, Seven four games. Sometimes we're on the positive side of that. Many times we'll be on the negative side of that, and you know that's that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna lead to goalie problems. You know, I haven't talked about the goalie yet because I'm kind of saving that for last. Everybody knows that we signed Jari to a long term contract. His health seems to be good, so I don't think his health is going to be an issue for the Penguins. If it is, they did go out and get Alex. Nadelkovich, I'm going to call him Needle Nose Ned, just because Nadelkovich is just really difficult to pronounce. But I'll get better as the year goes on. Hey, it's my first broadcast of the season, people. Nadelkovich is um, actually looked really good in the preseason, and I think that's good because Jari's going to need a better backup than he had in Casey DeSmith last year. I like Casey, but he's a backup, and there's no way he could have ever taken over the lead role. They also got, and he's he's I know Chris's favorite on the on the porch, you know Magnus Helberg, the guy's six six two oh nine. I saw him on the bench last night in the preseason game. He's just a hulk of a man. He is just so much. It's so interesting to see a a goalie that big. I do hope he gets to play some, but I have a feeling he's probably going to be playing more for Wilkesbury. So uh, you guys up there in Wilkesbury. You guys are going to really enjoy him. I think you'll probably see maybe some of uh, Nadelkovich up there, too. Um, it's so funny, you know, Needle Nose Ned. The guy's from Parma, Ohio. It sounds like, you know, he'd be from some, you know, some land over in Europe somewhere. But uh, the guy's just from Parma, Ohio. He's just a Parma, Ohio guy. Um, so 
I think I think uh, what was my point? My point was the goalie position is is Jari's. It's clearly Jari's, but he's going to have to wrap his head around having to give up a lot of goals and still, you know, give up a lot of goals and still win games and then give up a lot of goals and still lose games. Um, I don't think there'll be very many times. I think when he does play well, I think the Penguins are going to going to soar and I think that's what's going to happen like I said probably near the third quarter of the season in games 40 to 60 I think that's where you're going to see him figure it out um, I just hope that Jari doesn't lose his mind before then uh, and I, I don't know maybe he will maybe he won't um, so that's that's my take on the goalie I still think though my fourth take so that's my third take the goalies the goalie play, the goalie play is going to be important. I think they're going to have to get into a rotation um, so that Jari can feel comfortable when he's not in the net, and whether it's Helberg or Nadelkovic uh, in there, then I think that you'll see. Um, I think you'll see a better goalie situation. I don't think Jari's going to be an All Star this year. Um, I just hope that he remains healthy. And we don't have to deal with uh, health problems like we did last year, especially at the end of the season. But the end of the season's a long time away. Uh, I think that their save percentage actually would probably go down. Last year it was 902. Um, by the way, the NHL average, it was really interesting. When I looked at Penguins last year versus the NHL average, almost everything they had was just average. And I thought that was really interesting because that's the way I felt about that team at a lot last year. They seem to just be an average team and not able to turn it on at the end to be, you know, to make that playoffs as just being an average team. The Pens had 91 points last year. The NHL average was 91 points. In wins, they had 40 wins. The NHL average was actually 41 wins. Uh, if they would have gotten the 42 wins, they would have made the playoffs, by the way. Goals four, they had 261 goals four and 263 goals against last year. The NHL average was 258 and 258. So, I mean, you know, real close. Their power play was 21.72%. The NHL average was 21.31%. So you can see what I'm getting at. They were a very average team. I think in order for them to be above average this year, there are two things that I think have to happen. The penalty kill has to be better. Last year, I think I think it's got to get better than 79%. I think it's got to be in the 80s. Low 80s would be great. I'm I'm predicting, you know, they get it to to 80% or between 80 and 81%. But look, when you got a guy like Carlson and Latang and Crosby and Malkin and I, you know, it doesn't really matter who else you put on the ice after that. Your power play needs to be a top 5 in the league. And look, they were messing around with it uh, in practice. They've got this um this, they call it the bumper. There's a guy who will basically be in the center of the ice, and he'll kind of distribute it left or right uh, to the ice. I don't really like that, to be honest with you. I think they just need to go to a classic uh, setup with either Sid. I actually prefer Sid down below the net. Now, I know that that's not a popular opinion. And look, I'm just a hockey guy. I just see it, and I just watch it. I, I don't, I've never put together X's and O's with other hockey guys on the ice. I've never even skated a hockey game in my entire life, but I know what I see and I know what works. Sid behind the net is magical. Sid on the wall, on the on the half wall, 
knows how to distribute the puck, he'll be able to find that second pass to guy either back at the point or down low, right in front of the net. He just doesn't play that position, and I really wish he would. I think that's a great position for him to play in. He's a playmaker, and so is Carlson. So I personally would like to see um, Latang and Carlson have their own power plays, but look, with so many superstars, everybody wants to get out on the ice. I think two Good power plays is much better than one where you try and throw all your talent up there. I actually, you know, heard from Mark Madden. I think this was brilliant to put Carter on the first power play. He's a big body. He can still score in front of the net. Why not? Why not have him shield that goalie when you got a, a slap shot like Carlson out in the front or somebody like Carlson who can dish the puck and not even look to maybe sit on the wing for a one-timer? I think that's the kind of things that will make that a top five power play. But once again, it's going to struggle early in the year until they can figure it out. Um, if they don't, then um, who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe they don't make the playoffs. But I, I truly believe that the power play as a top five is going to be one of the reasons they do make the playoffs. That will absolutely be the reason they don't make the playoffs. If their power play is just average it's going to be terrible because they're going to need to score a lot of goals. Um, having a offensive-minded, and he's not even offensive-minded, he is an offensive defenseman, uh, is going to give up more in the back of your net. And that leads me to the pairings. Latang is going to be skating with Graves probably, and they need to figure out their chemistry. You know, Graves is going to have to figure out when Latang pinches and how he's going to be able to cover for him. Pedersen's got the hardest job, I think, of all the Penguins this year to figure out how to play with Carlson night in, night out. Now, Carlson will play with other guys, too. He just won't skate with Pedersen because he'll be out on the ice a lot more, you know, with the power plays. He'll probably have to do some penalty killing. Chris Letang's going to have to kill a lot of penalties, too. So they're going to have to watch their minutes as defensemen. Um, you know, too many minutes can lead to, to injuries. And, yeah, Chris... Magnus is a beast. He's he's that goalie. I just hope that we get to see him a lot because um, we're going to need a lot of goalie play when it comes to these defensemen. And, you know, the third pairing with POG and, POJ and uh, Ruedel, we'll see how it works out. I actually think POJ as a bottom six guy, less minutes for him I think is more. I think the more you see him, the more the less you see him, the more you'll like him because he'll, he won't make too many mistakes. I know my uh, my son's uh, roommate at uh, college, he hates POJ so much. Rob, all I can say is hold out. POJ is going to be much better as a, as a third-pairing defenseman as opposed to you know having to play with somebody like Petrie, which he was forced to do last year and just couldn't just couldn't cover for him. Rue pretty pretty much stay at home. I think he'll be fine there, but you know, once again, if he has to sit for some time and Friedman has to come in, or uh, if Will Butcher, you know, they want to give him a shot, and the uh, always moving around Ty Smith, we'll see what happens there. Um, so I think the defense is pretty set when it comes down to it. Uh, let's see, where do I want to go from here, guys? The surprise guys. Okay, so. Let's talk about the bottom six here before I before I sign off and give you my predictions. The bottom six is going to be just something you're we're gonna have to figure out. Lars Eller, you know, he's actually an old guy, but he's great on uh he's great on the face offs. 
don't be surprised if you see him out there a lot in the you know when the pucks in our zone when we call you know our defensive zone he'll be out there um Sully has send him out there to 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 win the draw i think that's going to be that's going to be really good for us and um achari look i don't know this guy very much but i do know that he does bring a lot of energy to the game i think he'll be really interesting to watch on tuesday when i'm at the game <coughs> Oh my goodness, hockey Jesus is dying here. <coughs> oh my God, ah, apologize, guys. Mm. So it looks like the hockey Jesus has lost his voice, mm, but that's okay. So let's wrap it up. I guess that's what we're gonna do. The Penguins will make the playoffs if they score. If they get 98 points this year, I can't believe it. I'm losing my voice first time out of the gates. Guys, come back all season long, and you can listen to the Hockey Jesus. And guess what? I got the music this year, and I've got the logo, so... Oh my goodness, I can't believe I lost my voice, but this is what we're going to do. It's going to take 82 games, it's going to take all of you guys. So remember, the Penguins are back Tuesday night, Chicago is in town, and we want you here on theporcheslive.com to celebrate every Pittsburgh Penguin win. This is your Hockey Jesus. And as I say, let's go Pens! I'm your Hockey Jesus, and I am out. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.